Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, my name is Promise, and you're listening to a day of praise morning Bible study. We're glad you could join us, but before we get into the world, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us your word so that we know what you're talking about, Lord. <laughs> and Lord, I also just thank you for just making your word abundantly clear so that we can get stuff from it. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. Amen. Um, d- before we... Um, before you open up for yes. us, honey, I just wanted to tell you, um, promise, if you hear me chuckling, it's because I enjoy that. That's what I do when I'm enjoying. I, I laugh and I, I chuckle because I celebrate before the Lord. I love your sincerity. And God tells us to come to him like a child. So I appreciate when you all pray and I appreciate when you come to him as his child mm-hmm. and what he says to you, that's what you declare back to him. And however that comes out to him, I appreciate it because that's what he wants. And he loves that and desires us all to approach him that way. Not trying to be uber ultra spiritual or any of those other things that we think is important, but just honest and sincere with him. So that's me appreciating and rejoicing and celebrating and the Lord ministering through you guys and appreciating what he's saying through you. So. Amen. Wow. Welcome, everybody. I'm glad we can get in the Word and discuss or continue discussing the Lord's house together. So we, in a previous episode, we were in Exodus 40. We're Mm -hmm. going to reread that today. Mm -hmm. But we just like, we would ask, excuse me, if you like the the message, the teaching, that you would hit the like button, Mm -hmm. that you would subscribe on this or any number of the platforms you can find a day of prayer on, and that you would share it with someone else so they too can be blessed mm-hmm. and learn and grow in relationship and knowledge of our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're going to reread Exodus 40 in its entirety. So, can I get a volunteer to do that, please? I'll read. All right, Charles. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month, you should set up the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. You shall put it you shall put in it the ark of the testimony and partition off the ark with the veil. You shall bring in the table and arrange the things that are to be set in order on it. And you shall bring in the lampstand and light its lamps. You shall also set the altar of gold for the incense before the ark of the testimony and put up the screen for the door of the tabernacle. Then you shall set the altar of the burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. And you shall set the laver between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar and put water in it. You shall set up the court all around and hang up the screen at the court gate. And you shall take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it. And you shall hollow it and all its utensils, and it shall be holy. You shall anoint the altar of the burnt offering and all its utensils and consecrate the altar. The altar shall be most holy. And he shall anoint the laver and its base, and consecrate it. Mm-hmm. Then he shall bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and wash them with water. 
You shall put the holy garment on Aaron and anoint him and, conse and consecrate him, that he may minister to me as priest. And he shall bring his sons and clothe them with tunics. You shall anoint them as you anointed their father, that they may minister to me as priests, for their anointing shall surely be an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. Thus Moses did, according to all the Lord had commanded him, so he did. And it came to pass in the first month of the second year, on the first day of the month, that the tabernacle was raised up. So Moses raised up the tabernacle, fastened its sockets, set up its boards, put in its bars, and raised up its pillars. And he spread out the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent on top of it, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He took the testimony and put it into the ark, inserted the poles through the rings on the ark, and put the mercy seat on top of the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle, hung up the veil of the covering, and partitioned off the ark of the testimony, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the t table in the tabernacle of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the veil, and he set the bread in order upon it before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the lampstand in the tabernacle of meeting across from the table on the south side of the tabernacle, and he lit the lamps before the Lord as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the gold altar in the tabernacle of meeting in front of the veil, and he burned sweet incense on it as the Lord had commanded Moses. He hung up the screen at the door of the tabernacle, and he put the altar of burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, and offered upon it the burnt offering and the grain offering, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He set the laver between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar, and put water there for washing. And Moses, Aaron, and his sons would wash their hands and their feet with water from it. Whenever they went into the tabernacle of meeting, and when they came near the altar, they washed, as the Lord had commanded Moses. And he raised up the court all around the tabernacle and the altar, and hung up the screen of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the cloud rested above it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, the children of Israel would go onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not journey till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was above the tabernacle by day, and fire was over it by night, and the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Amen. Amen. It's a quite incredible thing. I don't know. We covered this yesterday, and... In our discussion on the previous episode, we talked and spoke about how all of this, every furnishing in the tabernacle points to Jesus, mm -hmm. our God's a God of details. So much so <laughs> that in the Gospel of John, Jesus makes these definitive I am statements, and he literally is declaring that he is all these furnishings in order in order mm -hmm. of how Aaron and the priesthood were instructed to set them up but I want to make this comment too because well notice it says twice in here that Moses did um, all that he was required to do right so Moses finished the work mm -hmm. right Amen. and it says that twice just in this chapter and that's significant, mm -hmm. not just because he was obedient to do the work, but he saw the 
we get a chance to read about what he and the rest of the children of Israel saw when they committed to do the work and carried it out in excellence to the Lord. That's when the cloud and the glory of the Lord came down and rested in the tabernacle. Do we see that at the end yes. of chapter 40? Isn't that what every believer is re truly desiring to see? The glory of the Lord resting on his people. Amen. Because we are his temple. Right? Yes. Um, I'll remind you of Psalm 44.3. Right? For by their own sword they did not possess the land, and their own arm did not save them. But by your right hand and your arm and the light of your presence, you favored them. Amen. He favors his people, the ones that he is their God to, and those that will serve him in full, unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that, like Moses, the glory of the Lord rested on him. Well, the Lord is also no respecter of persons. He's looking for hearts that are willing to be obedient to him, to just serve him fully, to allow him to be God to them and for us to be his people, mm -hmm. to give him Amen. say in every area and aspect of our lives, to do the things that he's commanded us in the proper order at the proper time, because that's what he said, and he's God. Amen. So I want to open up the floor now f for discussion and, you know, to, and by discussion, I mean to let the Holy Spirit or for you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and then also to ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? Well, you can go. Okay, thank you. Um, I found it interesting and it made me laugh when we were reading Exodus 40 and it kept mentioning as the Lord commanded Moses and it reminded me of uh, David when he was telling Solomon giving him the blueprints if you will of how to erect the temple and he said the goal is for this and not for that but the goal is for this and mm -hmm. he he reiterated it and said it as mommy said in every angle imaginable because God knew how our minds would work and it just reminded me with as the Lord had commanded Moses. So it wasn't somebody else telling Moses what to do. It wasn't Moses' great idea to erect this mm -hmm. spectacular building. He didn't go he didn't go to sleep one night and wake up and go, I've got this great idea. The Lord put it in his heart to do it just like he put it in David's heart to build him a temple. But because of you know, David spilling innocent blood, now it was passed to Solomon. And you see that God was the originator of the good thoughts. And we know that every good and perfect thing comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. And Mr. Dean, as you have mentioned before in the podcast, how humans like to take credit for our inventions and go, look what I've built or what, look what I've created. And they want to cut God out of it and go, no, no, he had no part to play with it. But when mm -hmm. calamity, if you will, the enemy coming to do his thing takes, you know, does his what he's supposed to do, well, not what he's supposed to do, but what, what he, he does, what, what he, he, does. Does. he does, doing what he does. Mm -hmm. 
they blame it on the Lord and go, Lord, this is your fault. And we see here when we look at scripture that everything that God designed was good and it was perfect and it was complete and it was excellent. Amen. Mm-hmm. And when we cut him out, then we see when things aren't excellent and when it's not good. And you can tell a clear difference, day and night difference. And so the Lord would show me that it was important that as we look at his creations that we don't become puffed up moses said that to the children of israel don't say to yourself my right hand got this for me remember that it was the lord your god that delivered you from the hand of the egyptians and did this for you made you cross over the red sea and dry land so the lord was sharing with me to remember that it was him who accomplished all these great works and we were blessed with the opportunity to take a take a part in it as in what he's doing now amen isn't that exactly what we were just talking about in psalm 44 Yes. Our, our own works, our own ways, our own even weapons can't save us or deliver us. It's only the Lord and His right arm, mm-hmm. His mighty right arm Amen. that upholds Himself, and that delivers us. But when we try it our way, we definitely, as you said, see the difference. Mm-hmm. There's no glory there. Mm-hmm. How can there be? We have no glory in and of ourselves. We have no love in and of ourself. Mm-hmm. Everything we have is only because the Lord first gave it to us, mm-hmm. even while we were in opposition. Mm-hmm. But he gives it to us so that we have something to give back to him. Mm-hmm. So, yes, good. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that, Layla. You're welcome. Amen. Who else? Okay, I'll go. All right, LaCharles. And as uh, and as Lil was talking, the Lord immediately brought back to my remembrance something I was gonna say. And the Lord showed me here was that with Moses, Moses was the only one that went to the mountain. He was the only one who showed it, who was shown what was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was originally my thought: um, some things, if mommy and dad tell me to tell Lil and promise a message, I go downstairs and I I tell them the message and I sit down. And the Lord was showing me here was that it was a continual work. Moses wasn't just relaying it once and expecting to be done and saying, and if they asked him again, getting angry, saying, why do you ask me? <laughs> he had to be willing and patient with them. And it was a continual process. And which brought me to the second thing as I was reading it, I noticed it took a year to erect this. Mm-hmm. It said the first month on the second year. Mm-hmm. And I was richly considering how okay lord everything was made how come it took so long to do mm-hmm. um to set everything up and the lord was immediately remind me of how he said to consecrate and anoint each thing and i know there's a certain period i think it was like eight days for some things to be anointed and consecrated before they can go in so, so that was for the priesthood and yes. themselves right they could not leave the tabernacle they yes. set aside for really seven days and present themselves on the eighth day, right? Yes. But then it was the same same thing, same time period, if you will, with circumcision, right? Yes. Um, Paul talks about that, uh, following the Jewish customs and laws and traditions, right? Circumcised yes. on the eighth day, he says. So... That was part of the 
the process that the Lord had set in place. And you see it's because it's a representation. And we see even in with Abraham, it was not circumcision for the sake of circumcision. It was to circumcise the heart, if you will. This is a, a some symbolic of circumcising someone's heart towards the Lord. So it is soft and it is open towards him. Yes. So, but it's the same same amount of days. Does that make sense? Yes. The priests that worked and ministered to the Lord in the tabernacle were to be soft and in tune with the Lord and his leading and his instruction for everything. Right? Yes. Not under obligation or compulsion, mm-hmm. but a willingness, a desire. And that's how we all should be. That's how that was represented in Christ as our pattern example. He showed us what it looked like to live out our lives, magnifying and glorifying our Heavenly Father. Yes. I was just curious in the last episode, um, you showed us lots of correlating verses to Jesus' I am into each of the uh, articles here. Um, As we wrapped up this chapter, we were uh, talking about the cloud and uh, the fire. Mm-hmm. And of course, the fire at night, the light. We can see that Jesus is the light. What about the cloud? Is there symbolism there to Jesus in the cloud that um, that you can think of? Well, we can go back. You, well, I mean, he's hovering, right? But how did he lead? How did he lead the people? Fire by night and the cloud by day. This is through the wilderness, mm-hmm. right? And you see the same pattern here in in the tabernacle itself. You also see it when Solomon prays and dedicates the temple uh, to the Lord. And the the glory comes down in, in very similar fashion, right? It's, they couldn't even enter it because the glory of the Lord was there, which is amazing. Um, so I don't know if he was declaring that he was the, the cloud. Um, I don't have any of the, those types of scripture, but we see the same same pattern. And with everything else being there, it's, that's what we really want is, is the glory of the Lord or what's been known as the Shekinah glory, right? Mm-hmm. To, to fall and to come to the earth and right, that, that the whole earth gets to experience the Lord's glory. Well, it, it seems to me, um, as I'm listening to you answer that, mm-hmm. that um, I, I may, maybe I had my own answer, didn't even realize it, and that would be... Well, please share, brother. So what... We talk about patterns, right? Mm-hmm. So if we follow the pattern, mm-hmm. right, and as we embrace Jesus as our sacrifice, as our bread of life, as the 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 living water, right, for the for the new birth, and and all these things come to place, then we are His temple. Amen. Right? Amen. Yes. So the cloud is coming out of us. And the glory of the Lord. Right. Yes. Right. And it and it should be evident to all around. Then. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then, then if it isn't, that is our gauge to help us understand. Maybe we need to make some more adjustments. Not be something in religion. Not try to find no, something to not. do. I'm just and not being eva- pleasers, but but yeah. to evaluators. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yes. right. Letting yes. letting the Lord reveal those things in our lives that don't reflect Him and His nature and His character and attributes. Yes. 
and and make mm-hmm. those changes that he's saying, not try to cover them up and Lord, just call it good enough. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my daughter yesterday, and um, um, my daughter is not walking with the Lord for the for the listeners, just you know, and we just talk about some different things. And uh, she made a comment. I said, "Well, Kelly, I said um, they they used to call me the Righteous Reverend Dean," and she said, "What are you talking about, Dad?" I said, "Well, you know, I would go in supply houses. I went in one one time, and somebody went, oh, it's the Righteous Reverend Dean.'" And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> I know it's spilling out, and it wasn't Christ. It was, it was, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was, a, I was a babe in the Lord. It, it come to to a saving knowledge of Christ in 1995, and um, you know, just couldn't help but run my mouth everywhere I go because I knew God was the answer for everything, and I was going to make sure everybody else knew it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, what came out was uh, was Dean and and a self righteousness that was not appealing mm-hmm. to others, mm-hmm. and that's why they made a point to give me a nickname, you know, mm-hmm. but well. which. What should be pouring out of us, though, is the love and the care and the forgiveness and all the Amen. other things that should be evident to those. You know, the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the grace of God. Amen. I could also see the, the covering and the cloud like the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Um, his presence, you know, uh, Pentecost. And settling upon them, signifying, yep, I'm here. I approve this message. <laughs> I approve the way that, you know, what's going on and what's being done. And then when it's time to go, as we live our life today, the Holy Spirit, yes, we have the Godhead dwelling inside of us and we are one, but the Holy Spirit is our guide in the earth to declare to us the things of Jesus, the will of Jesus, um, because he's the head of all things to the church. We're his body. And so he takes what belongs to Jesus and declares it unto us. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said that all that the Father has is belongs to him. So that's why the Holy Spirit is taking what belongs to Jesus, because Jesus is our door to the Father, right? Holy Spirit is connecting us to the active speaking will and direction and guidance of what our head is commanding. So amen. The, the cloud said, let's go. And the cloud said, let's not go. It didn't talk, but the presence of the cloud and um, just obedience the fire to the as well. Amen. Yep. And uh, Amen. So as you were talking, Dean, and you brought up the cloud, um, it's reminded of Isaiah 40. Uh, I'll read verses 3 through 5 um, and then explain a little bit. Uh, it says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make, his, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted. And every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked path shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Mm-hmm. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we were discussing here, and what the people, what Moses wrote that he saw, and the people saw, was the glory of the Lord come down and dwell in the tabernacle, in his house. And yes, of course, this correlates to in Matthew 3, you know, t- speaking of John the Baptist, right? But what was John the Baptist doing? He was trying to, I'll say, help the people uproot the things in their lives that don't reflect the Lord so that his glory can come down in us to help, I'll say, bring it, mm-hmm. if you will. And that's exactly what Moses was doing here by following the instruction and the and the pattern that the Lord had given him. Right? He said, be sure you follow the pattern. Make everything according to the pattern which I show you. 
and said how Moses finished the work and you saw the glory come down and dwell in the place that the Lord had said to make for him. Well, as it pertains to us, uh, I'll, I'll back up a second. We know that Jesus is that pattern example for us. Amen. And as it pertains to us, we have to, I'll say, follow in Jesus' footsteps, right? And I don't mean get crucified on the cross for everyone's sins, because that's an impossibility. There was one sacrificial lamb for all, and that was Christ. Amen. Is and was in his Christ for, for all time. He's the only one that can do it. Amen. But we have to live out our lives in obedience to the Father because we love him. Mm-hmm. When we are doing those things, that is when the glory of the Lord can come down. That is, and we are the temple of the Lord. He, Jesus even said, is to live and dwell in us. Mm-hmm. Right? That he and the Father would make their abode, they will, would abide with us. So, he is living and dwelling in us. And the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And his hand is upon us. So, we should be seeing the glory of the Lord in our lives. It should be permeating our entire being. All right, Moses' face shone when he came down from the mountain so much that it frightened people. They didn't see Moses. They saw the glory of the Lord shining in and through him. Should it not be similar to us? When Jesus was transfigured, the glory of the Lord shone through him so much that it changed his clothes and they were a white they were white in color brighter than any white any bleaching agent or filler could ever make them shouldn't that be the case with us yes we are the, the lord's house Amen. it's a house not made by human hands we're yes. not made by human hands mm-hmm Right, the Lord said to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb. That's, that's the Lord making us, not us making ourselves. Amen. Amen. This is, um, the Lord has just been kind of <coughs> nudging me to say this. Um, Jesus makes it very clear, his love language. Amen. How do, you, how do we effectively love God? And he is very straightforward. Um, John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, Verse 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. Um, And I will love him and manifest manifest myself to him. That's one of my favorite scriptures. Amen. Let's see. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. This is John chapter 15, verse 10. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. First John 5. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. So the mindset that God is asking for too much you know, the Lord wants to deal with that amongst his, his body. We love the feel-good parts 
you know, you stand, you know, in worship service and have a, an emotional moment with God. But when it comes away and he asks and he wants to be God and instruct, we don't want to hear it because it takes too much. We'll jump through hoops for the world. But when it comes to the father, we have limitations on what we'll take from him, what we'll allow, allow him to command, what links we'll go to for him. And I'm not talking about people who have put a, they just threw God's name on something, but really what they were doing was ungodliness or unrighteousness. It was just, they were wolves in sheep's clothing. I'm not talking about those people, but I'm talking about the children of God. If we love him, we will keep his commandments. And we see this with Moses. We, we've read through, we've just taken us months we started this in this series in February. In February, and it's June, to talk about all the intricate detail that God showed Moses and commanded that these things be done. And Moses was faithful to finish it. And he had a good attitude because we would have seen God say, excuse me, uh, <laughs> get that together. You know, he did this willingly and not grudgingly because that's what the Lord puts a seal of approval on when we come with the right attitude and heart towards him. Um, so as God is speaking to us, let us be people who are willing to go the distance with God. And we don't put limitations on what he can ask us for or how far he wants us to go with him or what he wants us to do, even if it's to the, the loss of your own life um, and the proverbial sense, whether it's socially, financially, physically, whatever God asks you for, give it to him. And I'm not saying that you guys, if you, if you've spent any time or know me at all, you know, I'm not one, I don't lay down for the devil. I don't do any of that. I'm not, not giving away anything that God didn't ask me to. Um, I, I keep the promises of God with long life. He will satisfy me. You can, mm. my children are blessed. And in this, you know, for example, Peter, he said, this is what's going to be the outcome. Are you going to be faithful? And right? And Jesus had to lay down his life. That was a part of God's plan for him. But even in that, he said, if you're not willing to hate father, mother, children, and anything. Give up farms, houses, and yes, family, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters. For his sake, you're not worthy to be his disciple. And it may sound hard to your flesh. That's fine. Subdue your flesh. But if you really want to see the glory of God, you have to be willing to to obey the command of God. You don't get the glory of God and you cannot tolerate his commands. If you look at the scriptures and go, that's too hard for me, God. I don't want to hear all that. You're asking for too much. You need to come back and humble yourself. Not to me, but to the Messiah. Amen. The one who gave all for you should be able to ask you for anything. And that I'm speaking to myself. I am oh, I have crossed over that that, bear, that um that that bridge, if you will, and I cross it daily. Not, and I'm not the standard for anybody. God is the standard. But Jesus gave us this, this is his pattern. This was what he left for us to understand. Whatever Father God wants, Father God gets out of me. I can't dictate for anybody else, but I can say for me and my house. I can say for Kamisha, this is what you get out of me. And I can teach my children Amen the same way to go. And yes. um, I, I know this is in God's heart right now. Understand this about him. Come to him as a true disciple, not just an observer, not just a crowd standby. And when God says, eat my flesh and drink my blood, you say, that's too hard for me and go away. Come on into the deeper things of God. Come up higher with him. Love him with all that you are, have, think, and will ever do. Give mm -hmm. him your everything. Amen. Just... um 
something to jump in on top of that. As you were saying that, it's interesting to consider Moses went up on the mountain for 40 days. He barely gets up there, and the, and the Israelites are just all jacked up, and they're making a calf, right? Mm. Um, and we look at all the, all the things that continue to go on <clears throat> as we get into Joshua later, mm-hmm. as we get into Samuel Kings and Chronicles, and there hardly a period, no matter who was in rule, where things weren't all jacked up. Well, I would say not all jacked up. There was lots of obvious sin mm-hmm. and the consequences mm-hmm. and the disruption of that sin. Mm-hmm. Yet during this period where they were focused on the temple and they were unified in doing these things, we don't hear of any of that. Nobody's getting stoned right now. <laughs> we're not, we're not yeah. hearing anything. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's mm-hmm. trying to rebel. Nobody's questioning Moses' authority. Nobody is grumbling about what they have to eat. No, nobody around them is trying to attack them. Amen. None of this is happening. Amen. When Jesus is at the helm and we're doing what he wants, everything will work out right. Everything will be right like it's supposed to be. Just shows where, where we need to keep our focus on. Amen. As soon as it deviates, right? As soon as we turn to the right or to the left, mm-hmm. it, it makes it easy to give the enemy a foothold in our lives. Amen. Amen. But if we stay focused on, on him, on the Lord. Amen. He's he's got it. Yeah, Amen. I think I think we're more like Nehemiah though. You know, we got a, we got a sword in one hand and a and some bricks in the other. You know, putting the wall back together so it's not quite as peaceful Amen. as it was there. But yes, we well, but but we let's have to be focused on. Let's the, what, examine the, the why though. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're at that point. Or if you will, I'll say that's accurate even for today. But we're at that point because we didn't keep our focus on the Lord. So we have been in captivity for some time. And the Lord's bringing us out of that. And we're seeing that happen. So yes, we do need to be building and have our hand on a sword. Because we do need to fight and defend and claim and keep and maintain the territory that the Lord's given us for His glory. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a, a process of rebuilding ruins but they became ruins because we didn't do what we were supposed to do in the first place mm-hmm. and those things were allowed to be destroyed but mm-hmm. now we've seen Amen. i believe we as as a nation as a society as a as a people have i'll say stepped into a new place uh, been resurrected if you will and the lord has revealed those things to us that we need to change in our lives. And while we're changing them, we're also rebuilding. We're rebuilding the Lord's house so that He can be glorified and that His glory and His fragrant aroma can literally come down and be diffused throughout the entire earth. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I just want to encourage people. Yeah, we, it, we can look with our natural eyes and say, it, it doesn't look good, Lord. And that, that's true, but let's not remain there. Let's gird ourselves and go forth and do the things that the Lord's asking us to do mm-hmm. because it doesn't have to continue to look the way it looks. Mm-hmm. The Lord intends for them to be everything to be rebuilt, rebuilt and restored and ultimately look like Him. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this thing up so we can go home. <laughs> I mean, go heaven home. <laughs> to back to the heavenly community. <laughs> That's what I'm Amen. About. Yes. Amen. But Amen. there's a lot in there, and uh, so we're gonna pause for a day because we've also gone 
gone a little over. Um, but um, yeah, let's just pause for today. Can mm-hmm. I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Uh, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. Lord, Amen. we just thank you for being who you are, Lord, no matter what, Lord. When we are thank changing, you, Lord, and going through the process, Lord, that you remain constant and that your love remains constant as well, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for that same consistency that was given to Jesus and that we now have, Lord, because he lives and dwells in us. And, Lord, we just thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.